Hey. Sup. Sup, bruh. What you know good? What you know good? Yeah, I I don't know why, but that was something that I said a lot in college. Well, I do know why. Because huh. I went to school in Mississippi and people say weird shit over there. Well, apparently. Yeah. What you I, know good? I need to ask my friend Kirsten, who went to Ole Miss, if she's ever heard that phrase. She went to Ole Miss? Yeah. When was she there? She's like way younger than you. Fuck like you. 27 or something. I'm a legend there, though. I was well. I, <laughs> I mean, this year, they really called in some favors to me. Like what? Last year, they had me do the hotty toddy chant the Jumbotron at a football game, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. actually that that wasn't called in favor. That was me wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I was a part of the virtual graduation ceremony. Was Sarah a part of any of these things? Sarah was a part of the, the first one. The graduation That's one. What I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. All right. You know, listen, I, I, you know, it's hard. I can't live up to Sarah's reputation, but dag nabbit, she didn't go to Ole Miss. <laughs> all right. So I was part of the graduation ceremony with None other than Morgan Freeman. Wow. And then they made me do some other video. I don't even know. But anyways, was Kirsten, did she play sports or was she in a sorority or something? She was in a sorority, but I know nothing about sororities. And even though she told me a million times which one she was in, she said she was in the cool one. Okay. Was she uh, a KD? What is that? I don't know. Kappa Delta. There's, there's, uh, from when that I was. sounds right. KDs were good. Tridels were good. That doesn't sound familiar. Kappa Delta sounds familiar. Katie, yeah. Where's she from? I don't I don't get the sorority thing. I think she her mom lives in Florida now, but I think they I think she grew up in Arkansas. Yeah, okay. But I was she, in a fraternity. The sorority thing came up because one of those hinge guys yeah. that she connected with was from old, like went to Ole Miss and he was in like whatever the dorky fraternity is. Apparently there's a dorky fraternity. Of course. And he was in that. And it was like, it was like, whoa, you were in the cool sorority. And she was like, yeah, he's in the darky one. So pass. I know. But here's the thing. As I've grown older, I think that if you were even in one of those, you were a dork. Uh, yeah. And guess what? I was in a fraternity. That was some fucking dork, dork shit paying for my friends. They did kick me out. Have I ever told, told the story of them kicking me out? I don't think. It's a good story. Should I tell it? Yeah. Okay, so first of all, I I was a second semester. No, I was I I had to pledge my sophomore year because I mispledged my freshman year because of my sister's wedding. Okay, mm -hmm. so I pledged Sigma Chi. Gonna call him out because this is some bullshit. Okay, pledged Sigma Chi as a sophomore with a bunch of freshmen. So I'm I'm older than everybody that I'm in the pledge class with, right? Mm -hmm. And like to get in, they make you do all this stupid stuff. Okay. First of all, you have to pay a lot of money to be in the fraternity, right? We had this list of every active's name and you had to go and like become friends with every active and they had to like sign their name next to like the printed out name. And then you had to cross that off and you had to go through every single person. There's like 150 people in this fucking fraternity. I was also just trying to not fail out of school. I was like, guys, I don't have time for this shit. Also, I'm old. I'm as old as most of you guys because I was a year older, right? So they do a thing called a pledge retreat. And so they're like, all right, guys, we're going to go the Blue Ridge Mountains. We're going to go camping. All right. We're really going to get to know each other. You guys are going to have a bonding experience. I was like, dope. All right. Go on camping. Love it. We drive our happy asses up to the Blue Ridge Mountains. Nice cabin. We're all hanging out, drinking beers and stuff. And so I go on a, I go on a little nature walk with some of my buds. And we light up a dube, all right? Because th that's what you do when you go camping, right? You smoke the uh -huh. dubes. Uh-huh. An older member of the fraternity catches us, and they're like, what are you doing? And we're like, we're smoking weed. What are you doing? You shouldn't be smoking weed. We shouldn't be smoking. What the fuck are you talking about? We're camping with our fraternity. I, what do you mean? And they're like, dude, you can't be smoking weed here. I was like, I'm so confused. So they have a meeting. This is the, for the first day, okay? The first day we get there at camping. It's like a seven-hour drive. <laughs> they go, you guys got caught smoking weed, have to go home. We're not going home. We just got here. We're fucking baked. We're not driving anywhere. 
They're like, you need to go. Yeah. So we go home. They have a fucking panel of older pledges that are judging me, led by a guy named Major Yost. Okay. He was like an alumni. He was probably like in his 40s. He was part of the ROTC. So there's this panel, and I have to go in front of it and state my case. Okay. By the way, went to the panel subbaked because I was a <laughs> sophomore in college, and that's what you Were do. You the biggest stoner in I, college? I was such a stoner in high school and college. It's oh, so funny wow. now because I can't, if I smoke, I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it at all. And now it's legal. So I go from the pa- seem like the stoner type. Well, oh, dude, I followed fish around, man. Widespread panic. String cheese incident. Dave Matthews, okay. man. Cut. Dave Matthews. I go in front of this panel with all the, all these guys are my fucking age or like a year older. Cause remember I'm a sophomore, right? And they're like, are you sorry for what you did? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And then Major Yost, who, by the way, is like 50 years old, don't know why he's in there. He goes, (laughs) are you sorry that you did it or are you sorry that you got caught? I'm sorry that I got caught, bro. Well, you now have to become a second semester pledge. Okay. So I'm already a year older than everybody else in my pledge class. And now I have to wait an entire semester before I can become a full-fledged Sigma Chi. I'm like, guys... This is so weird. I'm not sure if I want to be a part of a fraternity that doesn't want to smoke pot when they go camping. This sounds like a cult. So they make me a second semester pledge. I told you it's expensive to become a fraternity member there. Yeah. It's like 1500 bucks or something like a semester. It was some, yeah, it's crazy amount of money. So my dad would write me a check for the dues, and then I was supposed to cash it and then go pay. Well, I was like, screw these guys. <laughs> I'm going to spend this money on myself. So that entire se- second semester... I'm living large. It's funny how fifteen hundred bucks can really go a long way when oh, you're. I was about to say, yeah. in college that goes far. Dude, I was the ma- all the all the, the entire fraternity loved me because I was buying drinks for everyone, shots for everyone, pot oh for everybody. God. I was the king of the king of the freaking world. So we're, you get some weed, and yeah. you get some weed, yeah. and you get some weed, and you get some weed. I was the Oprah of the douchebag club. Literally, I never pay my dues, right? So we're at a party. Oh, it was a pledge auction, okay? I was dressed up nothing but tidy whities and a toga because I was going to be auctioned off to the sororities for money. It was raising money for charity. So I'm sure, about to, that's what they want you yeah, to Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm about to walk on the stage and get auctioned off for some money, right? When the president of the fraternity, I think his name was Brett, oh God, Brett Person, Brett Pearson, such a dork. I, he had a terrible haircut. So he comes up to me and he goes, hey, man, you need to leave. And I was like, why don't you leave? And they go, you haven't paid dues this this semester. You have to leave. And I had written them a check. And so they go, that check bounced. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I lose it. I'm so drunk going on stage to get auctioned off. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I quit. I leave. They're like, they're like, yeah, you can quit, but you still lost money. I'm like, no, I don't. Peace out. So then they're like, you can't quit. You're kicked out. And I was like, whatever. Great. I'm kicked out. So if you go online, I think it's, I last time I checked, I think it says I still owe like $1,500 to the Sigma guy. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Never pay. I know. We'll never pay. Never. Anyways, that's my story of getting kicked out of a fraternity. Wow. That's actually pretty good. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. 
Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at BowlAndBranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. <laughs> okay, okay. You want to start um, with- On another note. Okay. Are you wearing a Britney Spears t-shirt? Yeah. Huh. Free Britney. Is that yours or? It's mine. Interesting. I've never seen that one. Uh, I got a Target. Cute. I did an ad for something. I forget what it was. Hmm. And I had to wear a Britney Spears shirt. And so I went and bought it. And huh. still rocking it. You want to start okay. the show or? Yeah, we should start the show. Yeah. Is it you? Is it me? I think it's you. Bros and O's. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. I mean, I think fraternities and sororities can be good in their own right. Don't take yeah. that. Here's what's the problem with the world today. I feel like I have to walk everything back. Yeah. Everything. But you don't. I, I don't. Listen, fraternities are great for making friends and stuff. And now that I'm in my 30s and I look back, I'm like, I didn't need to do that. It's probably good for like networking in terms of like getting jobs afterwards. But like no one in my fraternity was like, you know, going to help me with anything in radio or television, you know? So it's like, if, if yeah, if I wanted to become an insurance adjuster, then, you know, Preston Lee's father could have helped me out. Preston Lee was the, was the president of that fraternity. Oh God, God, it's so funny how I remember all that shit. I know. How do you? I have no, no clue. I have no memory before, like, the year 2013, I feel. Really? Yeah. It feels like fall. Give De me a ding for that. Definitely feels like fall. Doesn't in L.A., does it? Yeah. The temp today is, like, 75. Oh, wow. I thought it was really hot there still. No. No, here it's amazing. It's been, like, 70 and, cool, like, sweatshirt weather in the morning, and then by noon it's sunny and T-shirt weather and low humidity, a nice cool breeze. Leaves are starting to fall. My pony's starting to grow his winter coat. Like, it's just really great vibes over here. That's nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love fall. Who doesn't love fall? Uh, hot take. I hate pumpkin spice. Really? Yeah. Are you a pumpkin spice man? No. I'm, I'm not a go to the coffee store man. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. You hate coffee. But no, like, I you Why do you say that? You can get pumpkin spice anything candles, room spray, pumpkin, freaking cheesecake. I don't know. There's pumpkin everything. I just don't like pumpkin. Well, also, it doesn't taste like what pumpkins taste like. What do pumpkins taste like? I mean, I don't know. It's a gourd of some sort, so it's got... I don't got... think I like it. I've had pumpkin soup. It's pretty good. Pumpkin spice really is like nutmeg and cinnamon and basic but I like bitch. those things. I do like pumpkin spice season, though. Yes, exactly. That's where I was going with that. Are you going to go to a pumpkin patch? You know, I probably will. I took Astra last year because she was a puppy and it was cute photo op. But I'll probably take Rye for, again, like a cute photo op. God, I was, Sarah and I got to think of a Halloween costume because we've now set a precedent for, like, killing it on Halloween. I know. Of the three that we've done, we did Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That was iconic, by yeah, the way. Which, cause you just, like, it was, at, it was at your party. I know. It was at my house. And, yeah. like, my backdrop made, like, E! News and People Magazine yeah. or some shit. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, so, so then you did Taco Bell, right? Yeah. So the, the first one was I was 11 and she was Dustin from Stranger Things. And then we did Taco Bell where I was Belle from Disney, Beauty and the Beast. And, the Beast, and she was a taco. Uh-huh. Love that. Which? What was the third? What was last year? I was Freddie Mercury and she was oh, David right. Bowie. Ugh, that one was really good, too. It was good. Honestly, that one might have been the best. It Just in terms of, like, execution... For sure yeah, was. I think so. Guess what Rye and I are going to be. I don't know what. Part of me wants to keep it a secret until the big reveal, but I'll let the YF tears in on it, I suppose. Okay. We're going to be Jane and Tarzan. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> you just want him to have his shirt off. Well, yeah, and he's got the long hair right now. It's going to be great. He's like freaked about He's like, I got to hit the gym. 
Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, you just got to wear like a little leaf. And he's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we were like scrolling through costumes and he like his favorites were all the ones with like the most clothing. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how Halloween works. Halloween is the one day a year where you wear like the least amount of clothing as possible. And it's completely acceptable. Any YFTers have any great ideas? Shoot them our way. Yeah. We need some. I mean, honestly, you got to dress up, even if it's just for a cute pic. For sure. I was hoping. Uh, never mind. I'll probably I'll, I'll always cut this. I was hoping that we were going to be married, and I wanted to do Adam's family. Mm, that would be very cute. Yeah. But you could save that for next year. Yeah, exactly. Did you watch the Emmys last night? Who watches the Emmys unless you're nominated for an Emmy? <laughs> I watched. Honestly. And I was not nominated. <laughs> was Sarah? No. Well, it's like her peers. It's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not watch the Emmys. Tell I can't, me about it. Well. Zendaya won, right? I know about that. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise snubbed again. It's fine. Whatever. Who won Who won that category? I think Mass Singer won. Would you consider Bachelor in Paradise a reality competition show? No. You're competing for love, I guess. but. Yeah, but I wouldn't consider it that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And that's what the category is? I think so. Here's what I learned about the Emmy. It was a bummer, too, because I was supposed to be, if, if you know, the world wasn't fucking ruined, I would be on the red carpet interviewing fa fabulous yeah. people. Yeah, totally. And then I'd be wasted at the party. Yeah, totally. <sighs> I miss getting wasted at parties, you know? I kind of do, too. I can't believe I'm saying Dude, it. I love getting wasted. I got wasted last night for, like, no reason. <laughs> love getting wasted. <laughs> I did. <clears throat> Anyways, here's what I learned. Schitt's Creek was as good as we all knew mm. it was, which by the way, okay. we had Schitt's Creek as a favorite thing so long ago. So, so long ago. So, I mean, yeah, you're fine. It's whatever. Also, how crazy is it? Imagine Eugene Levy, amazing actor, been like mm -hmm. in all the Christopher Guest mockumentaries, you know, Waiting for Guffman and A Mighty Win, all that kind of stuff. Just amazing actor. I'm sure is one... You know, he's an American Pie. He's just a fucking amazing actor. And then his son comes along. You know, you hear of, like, big actors and their, and their kids are kind of, like, worthless, you know? Mm -hmm. Dan Levy comes along and he fucking writes this amazing show and he casts his sister and his dad in it. You know, like... Mm -hmm. And then they just cleaned up last night. That's amazing. It is amazing. I've met Dan Levy. Keeping one, it in the fam. Yeah, no. I met Dan Levy one time and he's so awesome. And just very handsome, you know? Hmm. Big eyebrows. Gotta love it. Um, here's what I learned about the Oscar from, from the Emmys last night. I need to watch The Watchmen because I don't watch that show. And Me neither. And I have shit. heard good things. Yeah, and I want, want a bunch of shit. So that's going to be that's okay. next on my list. Do you want me to go through the winner's list just so we know what everything sure. was? Okay. Drama series succession. I mean, duh. Mm. Yeah. Supporting actress in a drama, Julia Garner from Ozark. Ruth. Mm -hmm. Supporting actor in a drama series, Billy Cudrup, The Morning Show. Writing for drama series, Succession. Lead actress in drama, Zendaya Euphoria. Which, by the way, mm -hmm. that's a show that I cannot get on board with. I know. I feel like it's targeted at a younger audience. Yeah. I watched half of it, and Zendaya is amazing in it. Yeah. Lead actor in a drama, Jeremy Strong, Succession. Competition program, I was wrong. RuPaul's Drag Race wins every time. I mean, as it should. <laughs> That's true. Sarah was on RuPaul's Drag Race, so maybe she did win an, an Emmy? I don't even know. Miley was also on as so a guest. Judge. Everyone's an Emmy winner. Everyone's an Emmy winner. Blah, 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 Emmy winner. Yeah. Limited series, Watchmen. Lead actor in Limited, Mark Ruffalo. I know this much is true. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. It's tough, man. I mean, he's amazing in it because he plays yeah. both characters, but it's tough. Right. It's tough. Mm. Lead actress in uh, Limited, Regina King, Watchmen. And then comedy series, shits. Supporting actress in a comedy, Annie Murphy, shits. Supporting actor in a comedy series, Dan Levy, shits. Wow. <laughs> Director for comedy, shits. Wow. Lead actor in a comedy, Eugene Levy, shits. Damn. Lead actress in a comedy, Catherine O'Hara, shits. That is crazy. Fucking bonkers, dude. So what did we learn? If you haven't watched Shits Creek, go watch it. Wow. And apparently we, didn't, we need to watch Watchmen. I could get on board with that. Yeah. It looks cool. All right, what do you got? Tell me you've seen the Social Dilemma documentary. I haven't. It's been on my <laughs> list of things I want to see, though. Wells. It's insane. Okay, for those that don't know, I feel like a lot of people are on board with this already, but for those that don't know, there's this Netflix documentary that's out. It's called The Social Dilemma, and it's basically all about 
the dark side of the internet and social media. Usually when I watch something like this, you kind of think like, oh, this is like a little bit like conspiracy theory-ish where all these people are just like bashing it because, you know, everyone's got an opinion and whatever. But every single person that they interview on this documentary either worked at Apple, Google, Instagram, Facebook, and there might be a handful that worked on other apps or whatever. Like they're all people that were like very high up at these companies. Like they interview people like a couple of the guys, one of the guys invented, he invented the infinite scroll. Another one invented the like button. Like he's the creator of the like button on Facebook. Like these people are crazy. Now they, they're not working there anymore. And they're coming out saying like, the internet is a dark place. It we're spying on everything you do. We're constantly surveilling you. And basically, like you don't know it, but we're influencing you to do every single thing that you do and make decisions that you make. Also, you know, when someone's like, I don't know the answer to something, I'll just Google it. And you just think like whatever you got, what answer you got is fact. Like we just take that as fact because Google said it. Okay. One of the craziest things they share in this documentary, when you Google something, you know, like you ty start typing in a question and you'll type like three words and, and then like a bunch of options pop up to finish the sentence. If you type in climate change is, Google will set, like pop up like 10 different things, like finish your sentence of what you're trying to search. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, auto population. Yeah, that. So depending on where you live and depending on your previous search history, they will fill those in differently. So if Wells types that in in California, something entirely different will come up than if I type it here in Tennessee. Okay, let's try it out. And what should we type in? I don't think we should do climate change because that's the example <clears throat> they used in the thing. I wonder what else we could type. Donald Trump is. Okay, perfect. I got Donald Trump is your president song. Donald Trump is your president lyrics. I got Donald Trump Israel. That's your and first one? And then I got one? Donald Trump is the 45th president. Yeah, I mean, I got, that's on here, but just lower. Donald Trump is your president is a song? Stop it. If, if you, okay, just type in Donald Trump and see what comes up. Okay, hold on. I, it really wants me to listen what? to this song. <laughs> Donald Trump is your president song. <laughs> oh, huh. Interesting. <laughs> and then I get Donald Trump Twitter, Donald Trump age, Donald Trump net worth, and Donald Trump president song lyrics. I gotta listen to this fucking song, man. I get Donald Trump news, Donald Trump parents, Donald Trump height, Donald Trump children, and Donald Trump wife. Interesting. I bet like people in Tennessee love him. So it's like, I feel like they love him. Like, I don't know. Like they just want to know personal shit about him. Not like the real shit he's got going on. Anyway, the whole point of that was like. That need to dead that, and I'm coming through your hood in my red hat. And they said they looking for me, I say where? Cause it's I'm coming to your hood with my red hat. Oh man. Well, you know what? So here's the thing, Brandy. I'm so happy that Google did that to me. <laughs> Cause you like, love that song now. Like, you know, we're sitting here complaining about how Google like knows everything about you, but you know what? Good came out of that. That shit made me laugh. So, great. and it was great content for the podcast. Yeah. Basically just saying like, same with Facebook, like Facebook will feed you in your timeline and in like your searches and stuff based on them tracking your search history and knowing like what kind of a person you are basically. Like they were saying, like, if you're somebody that has, re has like searched conspiracy theories in the past, they'll continue to feed you conspiracy theory, like news and propaganda and shit like that. You know, then it goes deeper into saying like on Instagram and Facebook, they have algorithms that literally compute things to make you stay on the screen longer. Like that's the goal of every app is to keep you scrolling and keep you on there because then that's how they make money because they run ads or whatnot. So it's just crazy, very eye-opening to like the things that I think, I feel like we know that the internet spies on us and we know that it tracks everything that we do and we just kind of turned a blind eye to it. But I think having all these people that have worked at these companies kind of say like, this is something that's probably not okay and we should probably figure out how to regulate this like ASAP before this turns into something really bad. Okay. I haven't seen it, so I'm speaking out of turn here. Okay. I, of course, know that they're, all these apps are data mining for us. I know that, but I don't care. And I'll tell you why. Because when Instagram shows me some shit that I want to buy, I go up and go buy it, dude. Like, I am, like, I, uh, for sure. I guess what's the alternative that it 
does it know what you like? So then it's like less interesting. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Watch the documentary. I know. And let's I, talk about that. I'm going to watch it this week. Next week, I'll come back. It's like harmless in that sense of like, hey, you should buy these shoes. And yeah. like, yeah, now I have sick new shoes that I like. Exactly. But it's a whole nother thing when it starts to like influence different parts of the country on who to vote for and what causes are and aren't right and what, you know, like policies are and aren't right or real or whatever. I don't know. I just feel like it could, it could definitely be a slippery slope. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, highly recommend. Okay, you liked it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I want more. I wish there was more. We watched a movie called Annabellum last night. Have you heard of that? No. It's like from the people that brought you like Get Out and Us. Or if it isn't, it definitely seems like it. <laughs> it stars Janelle Monet. Ooh. Who doesn't love Janelle Monet? She's so hot, by the way. She's just so cool. Yeah. I once saw her so at cool. Bonnaroo. They wheeled her out on a dolly, and she was wearing a straight jacket, and her mouth was Whoa. duct taped over. And then she started playing in the straight jacket whilst in the dolly. And I was like, "Dude, you're cool." <laughs> whilst. Mm -hmm. Anyways, okay. So here's Annabellum. Successful author Veronica Henley finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality and must uncover the mind-bending mystery before it's too late. So she's like a real smart, successful black woman in like modern times. And then mm -hmm. somehow she's like a slave in the old South. And so you're like, is this time travel? Like what happened here? Is this like reincarnation? Real good. Is it new? Yeah, it came out in 2020. It's got bad oh, wow. reviews and I don't get it. It's really good. And it's also timely just in terms of like social climate right now, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Annabelle, you know who else is also in it? Jenna Malone. She was in like. Um, oh, I love her. Yeah. Love her. Yeah. She was in, for those people who don't know her by name, she was in a Hunger Games. She was in a lot of things. She was in one of my favorite movies of all time. What? Called Life as a House. Did you ever see that movie? No. Oh my God, it's a tear jerker and I don't cry. And I watched it because at the time I was obsessed with Hayden Christensen. Oh yeah, I mean, who was And it? he's in it. Um, but it is such a good film. Highly recommend. Oh, she's also in Into the Wild, which was such a good. Oh yeah, classic. Great book, by the way. Very cool. Okay, love that. So anyways, check that out. And then, then I watched another one that I don't know if I loved it or if I hated it. So can I say that? Like, um, a show or a movie? It's a movie. Okay. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Huh. Sounds great. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just right off the bat, it's a Charlie Kaufman film. Okay? Director, writer. And if you don't know who Charlie Kaufman is, you do. He did like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Being John Malkovich, Adaptation. And so now this is his new one. So if you know, if you've seen any of those movies, you know they're just like out there and weird and and it's super indie. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, I guess I'm not doing a great job of like really pumping the tires up on this one because I'm not sure if I loved it or if I hated it. But I also think that's okay. a sign of a good film because you're yeah, just like, I don't I know. Do so here it is. Full of misgivings, a young woman travels with her new boyfriend to his parents' secluded farm. Upon arriving, she comes to question everything she thought she knew about him and herself. It's trippy. It's weird. The acting's great, but it can be slow. If you're into indie films, this is for you. If you're not, I wouldn't do it. I like indie films. I loved Eternal Sunshine. It's probably mine. Me too. I also loved Adaptation, and I loved being John Malkovich. I never saw that one. Oh, you should watch it. It's fantastic. Okay. Great cast, too. It's uh, Cameron Diaz is in it. Oh, love. Obviously, John Malkovich is in it, and then uh -huh. um, John Cusack is the main. It's the lead. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Wells. I got to be honest, my favorite thing in the world about COVID is that it is fully acceptable to just live in soft clothes. Yeah. I mean, athleisure wear was already a thing and COVID has made it the only thing. True. So I'm living in sweatpants and leggings, right? And I just discovered a brand uh, that's new for me in the need of some new leggings and checked out Sweaty Betty. Love it. I don't know if you guys have heard of this company, but they make not only some super cute stuff. It is all so functional. I just can't have any leggings anymore that don't have the side pocket for your phone 
because I just can't keep track of my phone unless it is on me. So I purchased their gym legging that's the seven eighths length is my favorite because it hits just above the ankle. And I got the dark forest green color. I love a dark earthy green. And it's got that pocket on the side for your cell phone because Lord knows we can't live without it. Sweaty Betty for over 20 years has created five-star rated power leggings that have helped women crush their workouts because no other athletic brand can compete with the Sweaty Betty power leggings, expertly placed seams, and squat-tested compression fabric that physically gives your booty an instant peach emoji status. Quick drawing and pocket equip. These leggings are high-waisted performers. Take their quiz at SweatyBetty.com to find your perfect style and choose from a wide selection of strategically cut patterns. And here's the deal. Now through November 1st, you can get 20% off your entire purchase when you visit sweatybetty.com slash YFT. This is the best offer Sweaty Betty has available anywhere, bro. Falls right around the corner and we, we girls, like we live in leggings in the colder months. So check this out because you deserve to look amazing before, during, and after your workout. Get 20% off your entire purchase at sweatybetty.com slash YFT. Only until November 1st. So time is short, people, to get this deal. And it's spelled S-W-E-A-T-Y-B-E-T-T-Y dot com slash YFT. Do it. Love the name. That is a... That's a sick deal. All right, Brandi, the holiday season is crazy to say, but it's true. It's right around the corner. This year, we know that people will be buying a lot of stuff online, more stuff than ever before. And if you're an e-commerce seller, are you ready to meet the demands of a record-breaking online shopping season? If not, well, you need to get ready with our buddies over at ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting a massive amount of orders out quickly can be tough how do you keep track of it? Don't worry, dude. ShipStation.com to the rescue. Yeah, no matter what you're selling, whether it's off of Amazon, Etsy, or even your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface, making it really easy to manage, even from your cell phone. And ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, and even international shipping. You can compare and choose the best shipping solution every time, and they offer huge discounts on shipping costs, so you're going to get the lowest price you can get. That's right. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. So here's the deal, guys. You can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use offer code YFT. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of a massive online shopping season. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Just click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in YFT. That's ShipStation.com and then enter offer code YFT. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Have you seen, I I can't remember if it's called Ratchet or Ratched or. Yeah, Ratchet. We started it. Ratchet. Is that what it's called? Ratchet. Yeah. Nurse Ratchet. It is, it's called Ratched. No, it's called Ratchet. R-A-T-C-H-E-D. Is that how you say it though? Did you ever see One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? No, but is that what this is based on? That's what I assume because the, the mean nurse in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is Nurse Ratchet. Okay, that and just must be how you say it. So like I, ratchet, I just assumed that th this was like an origin story for her. Yeah, I, th I think it is. Okay, did you watch like the trailer or anything for it? I watched the first episode. Oh, you did? Okay, we did too. Did you like it? Yes, but I also really love Sarah Paulson. Me too, and that's why I turned it on, because I love her. I mean, But she... I don't know if I like the show. It's a vibe for sure. Like, it's very stylized. So, I mean, I only watched one episode. I've got a feeling it's really good. I, this woman doesn't do bad projects. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to stick with it. The thing that really, like, caught me off guard, and, and I think the very first episode was, I'm not going to, I'm not giving anything away necessarily, but there's, like, a pretty intense, like, stabbing scene right mm -hmm. off the bat. And for some reason, like, I don't normally, I mean, I watch, like, a lot of, gory movies, scary movies, you know, whatever. And that stuff doesn't normally bother me, but there's something about like a stabbing scene that really doesn't sit well with me. Like I have a really hard time with it. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. One of my favorite movies of all time is the Zodiac. 
there's a scene in that movie of a stabbing and it just, every time I watch it, it makes my stomach turn. Like I just I don't know. So that was, that was like right off the bat in this series. And I just, I don't know. I didn't love it. So we're going to stick with it. I do love Sarah Paulson and, um, you know, Ryan Murphy is one of the creators of it. Mm. And that's like that whole stylized look is something I don't really love that like oversaturated, very colorful, very like arty looking show. That's not normally my kind of thing. Um, and that's very much what this is. It's like a little bit cartoonish to me yeah that being said i like the idea of it like i love the you know the whole like idea of like the psychiatric hospital and whatever so we're gonna continue watching it but i would just i'm very curious to see like how everyone likes it going forward yeah here's the tag in 1947 mildred ratchet begins working as a nurse at a leading psychiatric hospital but beneath her stylish exterior lurks a growing darkness for those of you guys that don't know, Ryan Murphy's the guy that did like Glee and uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood and mm-hmm. The Politician, American Horror Story. Like, so he, that's, that's our thing. Ryan Murphy doesn't make shit, you know? I know. I know. I think it's one of those that you got to stick with it. That's what I think too. Yeah. Yeah. I just love Sarah Paulson. She was also in um, American Horror Story. She was in, uh, did you ever see Martha Marcy May Marlene? No. Say that to um, fast. I know. I it's uh, I the reason I watched that movie is because Elizabeth Olsen is in it, and it's uh it's like about a cult. It's scripted. Elizabeth Olsen plays the lead Martha, and um she like lives in the cult and then tries to escape and whatnot. And Sarah Paulson's in it. Great movie if you've never seen it. it came out in two thousand eleven. Okay. Have you seen Raised by Wolves? What is that? Okay, so I'm just one episode in, and I don't know. If it's the greatest thing in the world or Okay. Okay. So it's on HBO Max. So that's very specific. Like you can't just, it's whatever, for a reason, like you got to like go to the app and watch it. The tagline is androids are tasked with raising human children on a mysterious planet. It opens with a spaceship landing on a different planet than earth. It's a man and a woman get out of the spacecraft. You figure out that the, that they're androids, they're robots they had like frozen embryos. They had six frozen embryos, and they, through like futuristic science, they birth these six kids on this planet. It come to find out that like Earth was destroyed because we we're fucking assholes and we were fighting each other, and you know whatever. And so they've come to this planet to repopulate, and it's all about them trying to these androids try to keep the get these kids to live on this alien planet. And then, like, there's, like, this other side story of, like, there are the atheists and then there are the people who believe in God. And that's what the hmm. war was about originally. And the androids are part of the atheist sect. There is an ark or a lifeboat they sent to this planet that's full of the people who believe in God. They get there kind of as one of the little boys is kind of, like, old enough to, like, understand being an atheist or believing in God and, like, having to decide, like, what path he wants to choose. Hmm. I mean, it's beautifully shot. Really? Yes. It's like, whoa, they spent some money on it. But it's weird, man. I finished one episode. So much happens in one episode. It's bonkers. Like, I couldn't believe. I thought I was like, is this a movie? Seven million different storylines happen. But anyways, I'm really digging on Raised by Wolves. Okay. Sounds like something that Ryan and I would like. It's very sci-fi-y, though. Yeah, he likes it, I think. Okay. Have you watched any Dancing with the Stars? I watched the first one. You did? Yeah. Did you love? I love this season. Yeah. I think that Carol Baskins is terrifying. But also. Terrifying. Oh, my God. How amazing was it that her dead husband's family bought airtime? No, that was the best part of the whole episode. Holy fuck balls, dude. (laughs) But, like, genius. I know, but... (laughs) It's insane. Yeah, not the first time they've had a murderer on that show, though. Or an alleged murderer. Who else? I believe Ray Lewis was accused of killing somebody, and he was on that show. Very interesting. So there's precedent Who's your Who's your favorite? I mean, I'll go with KB. KB is good. KB is my favorite because she's my home girl. But my close second, Nellie... Slayed it and the judges first of all they were hard on everybody they were really tough on him he did a freaking backflip he danced to his own freaking song 
Talk about iconic. And they did not give him great scores. I was very upset for him. He had a smile on his face. He was energetic. He was loving it. He was having fun. He was going for it, doing his best. They should have given him higher scores for sure. Dude, those judges, whatever. Ugh, they gave everybody pretty low scores. Even Caitlin. Like, Caitlin slayed. And they were like, mm, yeah, you, like, didn't take enough risks. Like, you need to, like, do more. Yeah. It's crazy. I think the season's great. I also love, um, which one of the Backstreet Boys is on there? AJ? I don't know. I don't know. Love that. Uh, I just, I think it's so great. I And I love the guy, the big basketball player. I think he's everything, even though he can't dance. It's just such a good cast. And I am here for Tyra Banks hosting this show. I think she, bring, my mom said she's getting a lot of like, like hate and like bad reviews being the host. And I don't know why I think she's so great. I just feel like usually like the host of those shows are very robotic and just very, it's like too perfect. You know what I mean? And Tyra just like, is like, like flying by the seat of her pants. She's super chill, laid back. Doesn't really know what she's doing, but it's working for her. And I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. I love Tyra. Well, that's cool. Miley and I watched Life Size about a total of uh, 1.5 million times as children. That seems like an over-exaggeration. That's a lot. I'm telling you. <laughs> a lot. Okay. Hold on. Wait. Did you watch the Zoom table read of Fast Times Ridgemont High? No. Okay. It was all the rage because Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were on it and like them conversing like had america swooning for a possible brad and jennifer aniston reunion whatever so mm -hmm. what happened was if i'm sure everyone saw this but if you didn't what happened was dane cook for whatever reason and a blast love him do you i do hot take <laughs> i know <laughs> but i do one of my favorite skits of his of all time is somebody shit on the coats we got to play that one episode <laughs> it's so good can we play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just get <laughs> yeah get through this first, and then we'll do it? Yeah. So Dane Cook brought together like this all-star cast to do a Zoom table read of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, narrated by or doing script notes, Morgan Freeman. Brad Pitt plays Brad in it. You've got Julia Roberts. You've got Jennifer Aniston. You've got the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Um, you've got Jimmy Kimmel, you've got John Legend, and then you got Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, whatever. LaBeouf. Oh, and you have Sean Penn just watching, okay? Because Sean Penn was the original Spicoli. And Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, is playing Spicoli. I'm telling you, he got so fucking method. For whatever reason, everyone else is like at their desk, having the script, reading their sides. For some reason, Shia LaBeouf is in his truck in the garage smoking a gigantic joint. Okay? That's everything. And he's playing Spicoli. And he's completely off book. He fucking memorized this entire... Everyone else. <laughs> Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, they're like reading their script. Shia LaBeouf fucking knows the entire thing. You have to watch it purely to be like, to watch Sean Penn be like, oh shit, oh my God, this is amazing. And having Brad Pitt be like, whoa, this is amazing. He is so fucking good. He is. I mean, he's phenomenal. He is acting circles around like the best actors in the world on this Zoom call. And he's so blitzed on weed. It's the most, I watched it like four times and I was just scrolling through just to get to Shia LaBeouf parts because it was so amazing. How do you watch this? I'll send you the link. You can just Google like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Is this just like a table read via Zoom for kicks or is this going to actually be a thing? They were like raising money for a charity. Oh, cool. Yeah, so dude, that Brad and, and Jen Aniston were like, Brad was like, hey, Jen. And then Jen was like, hey, honey. Like, it's, that was like the headline oh, was like boy. they were cute. Go for the Brad and Jennifer, Jen. but stay for the Shia LaBeouf. Okay. It's amazing. It sounds fantastic. I'm going to go watch it tonight. <laughs> I've always liked him. All the way back to Even Stevens. I've always liked him. I was a little too old for Even Stevens, but I watch it and I remember watching <laughs> I remember saying, this kid is going to be huge. Yeah. His comedic timing as a kid was so uh -huh. good. Uh-huh. He's phenomenal. What is it? Shit on the coats? Yeah. <laughs> I love Dan Cook. Miley and I went to one of his stand-up shows, and I, for some reason, he followed me on Twitter afterwards. So we're homies, kind of. I mean, duh. Not really. 
Here's another way to be remembered. Again, and this one, this is more personal. It's more for you because nobody's ever going to know that it was you, but you'll know, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Next time you go to a party, a great big party, go into the room where all the coats are, shit on the coats. <laughs> Guaranteed, at some point, somebody's going to walk out of that room and go, someone shit on the coats. <laughs> Someone has shit on the coats. That's the only thing you can say when someone shits on the coats. Someone shit on the coats. They might say, I think someone shit on the coats. But you know. You're just afraid to be the bearer of bad news. I think someone may have shit on or around the coat area. There's a smell of shit around the perimeter, the vicinity of coats. Leading me to believe someone has shit. <laughs> but again, you're there. You're there watching it all happen. And it's your job. All you're going to do at some point, you're going to lean in and go, what? <laughs> and then blend back into the crowd. <laughs> what? I hope it wasn't on my coat. And then boom, you're a phantom. Disappear. Disappear. <laughs> <laughs> he gets me every time I know and it's so <laughs> stupid it's so stupid oh, oh can man you imagine? that was Dane Cook in his prime yeah I don't know what you know, I, I do know what happened he became known as an asshole and when you become yeah. known as an asshole in Hollywood people don't keep on hiring you yeah that's true I think he has he came back down to earth a little bit and not such an asshole anymore. But can you imagine doing that though? How, how first of all, how funny would that be if you went and did that? But then also, <laughs> how much funnier would it be if someone caught you doing it? Oh my god! What are you doing? What? Uh, uh, <laughs> so have you ever seen this Dane Cook bit? Uh, it's called <laughs> "Shit in the Coats." Look it up on YouTube. Uh, so anyways, I was doing that. <laughs> God. Anyways, I think that's all I got. I think me too. It's a good episode, though. I mean, we opened with me getting kicked out of fraternity, and we closed with Dane Cook. <laughs> I know he doesn't get better than that, guys. That's about as good oh. as it's gonna get. I will say this: so, like, things that I do want to watch. There's a movie called like Tenet, T E N E T. I think it's in theaters. Which, like, who goes to theaters, guys? Robert Pattinson's I in want it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Christopher Nolan's new film. And oh. armed with only one word, tenant, and fighting for the survival of, of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. It's like Inception, oh, Inception. with like time travel instead of dreams. Okay. He, yeah, he likes that. He did, uh, he did Interstellar. I know. I loved Interstellar. I loved Interstellar. Also really loved The Prestige. Love that movie. Yeah. Love. So, He's phenomenal. Yeah. So anyways, that's, I think that's in theaters. So I think we've got to wait because I'm not going to a theater. But like, I would, no. I would happily buy it for 20 bucks and just watch it in the pleasure of my own house. You know? I'm sure you'll be able to do that sooner than later. Hopefully. Yeah. The other thing I want to see, speaking of space, Netflix put out a series about the Challenger space shuttle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 1986 accident or whatever, and I do want to watch that. I know it's only it's only like four episodes. I just I hope they change the ending. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think it works like that. Yeah, I don't think so. I saw my good buddies, the Wild Feathers, put out a cover of Blue. Ooh. Thought I would give that a spin. Hard to sing with someone who won't sing with you. Give all of my mercy, give all of my heart. I never thought I would miss you, that I miss you so much. But you.
by the way, if you guys don't know the Wild Feathers, you need to go look them up. They are phenomenal. Aside from being close friends of mine, they are the closest thing that the world has gotten to a remake of the Eagles. Everyone in that band is so fucking talented. Everyone can sing. Everyone can play. Wild Feathers are awesome. You're not wrong. The Flaming Lips put out an album. Casey Musgraves is on one. Oh my God. Can you imagine how much weed was smoked on so that? Much weed. She is on the song God and the Policeman. Oh, I wish she was on Mother I've Taken LSD. <laughs> <laughs> They're a trip. I've gotten to meet Wayne Coyne only because of you and your sister, but he's bonkers. Bonkers. Love him so much. Very Pink Floyd of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. Oh, God. Can I get laughing gas even when I just get my teeth cleaned? Yeah. I'll probably definitely listen to that album while I'm laughing gas. Yeah. Lon Laney. Is that how you say it, Laney? Yep. Lonnie. They've got a song called Cowboy in L.A., a new song. Ooh, I like that. They're dope. Yeah. I won't play any of it, but I will say that the new Avit record, the third Gleam or Gleam number three, is so good. I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm such an Avit Brothers fanatic, but I thought that their best stuff was behind them. Like, wasn't really like loving something so much after I Am Loving You, mm -hmm. but I will say that this record is phenomenal. You're not going to play it? I think I've played a bunch of the Avit stuff. Just a little for some outro music. Feeling hopeless and staring at the moon. This is I should have spent the day with my family. And when the house got lively, I was working double time. Scrambling eggs and trying not to cry. Jennifer was getting Isaac dressed and packed for school. I was wondering when God left and why he didn't say goodbye. I should have spent the day with my family. Instead, I tried and failed to work all day long. Anyways, the record's Lord, just phenomenal. It's a vibe. I mean, the Avits are a very specific On vibe. Like <laughs> but if you're into that, for my money, doesn't get much better than that. All right, Brandi. Smoke a little weed, get kicked out of a fraternity. Yeah, shit on a coat. Who knows? That kind of vibe. Um, tell Rye, say hi. Oh, I will. Miss ya. Love ya. Bye, guys. Bye. No explanation. And the word, everything don't cover what you lose. So I spent the whole day pacing back and forth all by my lonesome, questioning the point in trying to write a song. And it sure is hard to focus. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.